0: Welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahomans, Oklahoma State Athletics Podcast. I am your host, Scott Wright, joined by my beat partner, Jacob Unruh. As always, the Cowboy Chronicles Podcast is brought to you by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken and fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. Jacob, I'm already spitting all over the place. You might want to scoot down a seat. (laughs) I'm just warning you. Fresh out of the dentist, having a, having a cavity filled—that's the worst. He says, uh, "He says I gotta, I gotta cut out the skittles. That's, uh, oh. that's, uh, that's rough. Um, still, uh, still a little bit numb. We're gonna see how this goes. This could turn out to be a disaster. This might have been a horrible decision on my part to uh, schedule a podcast right now.
1: I, I, every time I get cavities filled, I hate trying to do anything. Yeah, afterwards for a little while. Um, yeah, I don't even want to go run at the gym or anything like that because I just feel like I'm going just drool over myself the right. whole time. Exactly. Um." I actually lucked out the last time I went to the dentist, though. I had a cavity he needed to fill, and he didn't have to numb me for it. It was so small wow, that he was able to drill it really quick, and it didn't hurt, Yeah, and fill it. That's interesting. I was in and out in like 10 minutes. That's good stuff. That was. Uh, I was nervous mm-hmm. when he said, I can do this without numbing you if you want. And I thought, <laughs> wait a second. This sounds like a horror movie. Like, right. I, think, I think I remember as a exactly. kid, there was this horror movie of a dentist. Yeah. Like a crazy dentist doing terrible stuff to people yeah and that was and then i had bad experience with dentists too Gorm. so i i i had all kinds of problems yeah. with dentists yeah. and i always remember that movie and and right. maybe that uh um i don't know what movie it is or anything i could be making this up could have been a dream i don't know but right um yeah so that was a little nervous on that one mm-hmm. and that was just a few weeks ago but it uh right, right it before a podcast
0: out. correct or was that a different no, time? No, it was a different time. Which we've had you on. Uh, we've had a podcast
1: right after you had some dental work done one yes, day as well. I think well, it was right? cleaning, though, I think. That was that just one. cleaning. Yeah, yeah. All right. All um, right. Good. But uh, maybe, maybe even a cavity. But yeah, no, recently it was like it was an like afternoon one, like 4.30, and I thought, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to eat dinner until like 9 o'clock. Right. Yeah. And, but no, it worked out. Yeah, uh, good stuff. So I'm sorry you're numb, though.
0: It's all right. We're gonna see how this goes. Like I said, I can already feel myself spitting. Uh, my my top lip is very dry, so I'm gonna. I've got my my big gulp here, and gonna be. I uh, apologize for the Your listeners. Big gulp full sugar. Be, uh, yes, exactly, <laughs> <It's> exactly. <laughs> loaded up on sugar to uh, to to counteract the cavity that's been filled. Um, so we'll uh, we'll fight through. We'll uh, we'll push through. Got to, got to grind or through the. You are d-
1: listed as day to day, but right now you are coming through. I am playing. I am playing it's hurt playing,
0: right now. Playing hurt. Playing hurt. Um, we are going to start a, uh, a a weekly segment of. Um, I don't want to call it a spring football preview, but uh, position preview. But uh, for now, it is. Uh, we do. We'll do a position a week, and uh, obviously that'll carry us into. Uh, spring ball, and, and then we'll be able to give a little bit more insight on some of the things that are actually happening. But, um, you know, for now it's a preview, and uh, we'll start with defensive backs today. We'll get around to that here in just a minute. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff going on with them here lately. And uh, we'll talk some basketball. They're winning some games, playing, uh, playing hey. all right. playing and uh, I covered a win, and well, you did, you did. It's uh, it's broke uh, breaking records over there. A couple months, um, and we'll finish up with some some spring sports talk. So, uh, but right now, let's jump into the defensive backs. Our defensive back spring ball preview. Obviously, this is a, a position that's going to be changing when Christian Holmes actually arrives. He won't be here for spring ball. He'll be here in the summer. He's going to get into the mix. Um, Thomas Harper is the guy who is is looked to as the replacement for A.J. Green at this point. Tanner McAllister also possibly moving back to corner. Uh, That's going to give them, you know, if they've got those three, plus Rodarius obviously back for his fourth year as a starter, which is incredible. Um that gives you four good cornerbacks, or I, th- I think reliable cornerbacks, guys that uh, um, you know, have played, played in some games. Harper doesn't have a ton of experience, but played a lot of special teams and a little bit in, uh, in some regular game action. And then you got all those safeties. Yeah. Uh, and we, we learned in the bowl game that they've got more safeties than they have positions for. They've got guys that could be starters in, in this defense, but they're just stuck behind really good players.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, obviously you're pointing a little bit towards Jason Taylor on this too. I mean, Jason Taylor had a monster bowl game um, for a guy that we've seen in mop-up role, essentially. Right. Uh, he had a few key minutes, you know, when some guys got banged up for a little bit or something like that, but kind of a, mainly a special teams guy and all of a sudden right. comes in and looks like he, you know, if if he wasn't backing up with Colby Harvell Peel, right? you know, Jason probably be the guy, but mm-hmm. you've got to guy who's all American caliber type safety ahead of him. Yeah. Um, and they're in the same grade level, which doesn't help Jason either. Right. Exactly. By any means either. But, um, you know, um, Jason's got the extra red shirt year though at this right. point. So, yeah, so he's... so that helps a little, but, um, he got guys like that. And, um, Trey Sterling had the year he had. Right. Um, Jarek Bernard had a good year again mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, it, if you just make sure you've got that one side, we've talked mm-hmm. about this locked up, right. then I think the secondary is going to be good.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Bernard is a guy who I think is one of the unsung heroes mm-hmm. of this defense because there was so much talk about Harvell Peel, rightfully so, so much talk about Trey Sterling, who emerged as a guy that we didn't know anything about and were questioning when he got got put in the lineup because mm-hmm. of the move of Malcolm Rodriguez to linebacker. And he ha- comes on and, ha- and has a great year and, and deserves all the pub that he's getting, but Bernard is the guy who is constantly being asked to to uh, to take on the toughest coverage assignment in the among the safeties. You know, a, a tough slot receiver, he's going to be on it. Or if a if a you know a guy like C.D. Lamb was mm-hmm. to was to end up lined up in the slot, he's going to be on that guy usually. Um, so he he is a uh, he is a guy that I think doesn't get a ton of attention because uh, because he's not making the the you know the he's not coming on blitzes and and attacking that way or uh, you know he didn't have a ton of interceptions and uh, and those sorts of things but um, I think he's one of the unsung heroes of this defense because he is asked to he's put in a lot of tough situations. Mm-hmm. And handles himself really well. Um, Rodarius, um, you know, my, I think the biggest question about him is is whether he can handle, you know, being that guy that yeah. steps into the the primary role. He is, you know, A.J. Green spent a lot of time covering the best receivers uh, on the field, and now that's going to be Re- Rodarius. And, um, you know, they're probably not going to throw at him a ton because the other side's going to be less experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you have... When you've got AJ Green on one side and Rodarius on the other, uh, it's it's sort of pick your poison. Yeah. I don't think there was a big difference between the two of those guys, um, but um, on but, name
1: alone though, you pick on Rodarius, right? If exactly. you're an opponent,
0: absolutely. So Rodarius got picked on a little bit more, and and I think that it'll be the other way around mm-hmm. unless they find that that they can that that, that they can have positive plays against Rodarius with their best guy. So um, it's going to be an important job for him going forward. And, uh, and it's going to be important for that other corner to be able to, whoever it ends up being to step in and, and become a reliable guy and a guy who, uh, who can, can hold his own and is not getting, not getting beat deep a bunch and, and those sorts of things. So, gonna be very interesting to see uh what they do what they do there um and uh you know kind of wrap up uh all of this because honestly not a ton to talk about with the safeties that's why we picked this one for the first one yeah it's because it's a a really well-known uh position um i will say i'll say this I, i talked to some people about christian holmes this week um he's a guy who had a uh 2017, he was set to become the starter as a redshirt freshman. Had an injury that uh, that shelved him for the season. Comes back 2018, has a great year, and uh, and and you know I think he had 12 pass breakups. Was uh, was their their most reliable uh, cornerback. Had one of his best games of the year against Oklahoma State in uh, in that uh, Liberty Bowl, and then 2019. Um, just, uh, just couldn't uh, couldn't put that same level of play on the field for whatever reason, um, whether it was uh, some injury stuff, uh, confidence thing, whatever it was. Uh, he really had a a little bit of a drop off in 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 the uh, 2019 season. So he's a guy that if he can come back to that 2018 level when he arrives at Oklahoma State, could be a really talented player. Uh, I mean, this is a guy that was playing uh, playing on an SEC defense and uh, and had a chance to be a three year starter, um, and and now uh, obviously entering the uh, the transfer portal as a grad transfer, chance to be uh, an impact player. I think um, somebody else I talked to though this week is AJ Green, who's obviously gone, uh, but um, got to ch- got a chance to visit with him about the combine. He's the only OSU player who was invited. Um, I saw I saw one um uh, one outlet I believe it was the Athletic uh who wrote a uh, uh Dane Brugler it was uh wrote a uh list of um snubs and pleasant surprises at uh, about Combine guys and uh, did not mention AJ Green uh, but uh, did mention Jordan McRae as uh, among Snub. his list of snubs. That's very yeah, that a
1: huge Senior Bowl. Right? He
0: really did. He really did. Uh, I think it was was he in the East West Shrine Game? Or maybe that's whichever what it was. Yeah, whichever sorry. one it was. Whichever post game yeah. postseason game it was. Over hundred yards receiving. Yeah, big big game. He's obviously a big dude. Um, you know there were reasons that Oklahoma State felt comfortable bringing him in and and making him their starter. Um, and, uh, even though he didn't get the ball thrown his way a ton, uh, he is a playmaker and, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what he does at, uh, at pro day for, for Oklahoma state could be a guy that gets some, gets some looks there. So, uh, but AJ Green was, was fascinating to talk to. Um, he say, he talked to a, a lot of teams, a lot of, uh, you know, he said some guys, uh, it was a scout that would come up and talk to you for some teams. Some teams he met with the with the GM and the head coach. So, um, you know, uh, very good situation for him. I think he had a great week, uh, was really solid in uh, in a lot of different aspects. You saw his name popping up on Twitter quite a mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious to see, uh, because there was there's also a cornerback named Lamar Jackson who is in this draft <laughs> class.
1: So you had AJ Green and Lamar Jackson yeah, being that's talked a about, interesting, yeah. being talked about all week. But well, I've also struggled again, too. There's a Union running back right now, Tulsa Union running back who's really good in junior class. is AJ Green? Also. right, exactly.
0: So. Um, but I can't wait for AJ Green to get in the NFL and cover AJ Green. Yes, that's going to be yes. the uh, the the dream match. Green on right Green, there. exactly can't wait for that but uh, but AJ was great to talk to I always enjoy visiting with him and um, you know uh, uh, he feels he's focusing a lot on his 40 time right now he says he feels like if he goes out and runs a good 40 that that's going to be a big value to him on draft day and obviously working on the technique that you have to do for all the different cone, cone drills and, and things like that. And then the rest of it's just football, and he feels confident about what he can do in the football-type drills that he'll have to do at the combine. So, um, you know, the strength I think will be an important one for him. Uh, he didn't talk a lot about that. Um, but I sort of feel that's going to be an important mm-hmm. one. Um, you read some of the comments of of, uh, of draft guys online, and they point to that with him. He is so he is so lanky mm-hmm. that you can see him, uh, you know, moving to the next level and and maybe kind of kind of getting overpowered by guys a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see just what uh, what that looks like for him. But. Um, but you're seeing him projected in, in mid-rounds, and I think that's uh, a good landing spot for him. Could end up in a really good situation. All right, Jacob, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, talk a little, uh, little bit of Cowboy Hoops right after this on the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. We are back on the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. I uh, hope you enjoyed our defensive back preview. I'll say this, a um, little chance for some uh, some fan engagement, some listener interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, since this idea to do these uh, positional previews was something I thought of about four minutes before we started the podcast, uh, feel free to, to tell us what position you like us to do next. When we get enough votes for one, we'll, we'll go with that. Or if we only get one, we'll probably pick that one. So, um, so there you go. There's your chance to uh, to interact with us and um, and and have uh, have a little input on the production of the Cowboy Chronicles. Uh, with that said, let's move on to the basketball side of things. What um, Jacob? How would you sort of describe the uh, the the turn of events that Oklahoma State has uh, has gone through here over the last the last few games? I think they pl- have they played three times since we've spoke last. Yeah, yeah, because um, we we did it ahead of the
1: TCU game. Right. We had the podcast last yeah. week, and then they beat TCU. Mm-hmm. They took Baylor to the wire, um, and then they went to Kansas State and got their first win under Mike Boynton uh, against the Wildcats. Yeah. Not even just in Kansas State, right? Like, They had they had never beaten Kansas State with Boynton as the head coach, right?
0: Which is uh, which is kind of an odd one because it's not like Kansas State has been a uh, a a world beater necessarily the last the last three years.
1: You know, uh, last year they demoralized OSU and Kansas State. It was it was it was a big uh, route. Um, Boynton joked that uh, he remember leaving with his head between his legs, thinking, "Man, why did this happen?" Right? I think he joked on the radio too. He said, "I was telling my assistants like if I, you know." die and have a good you know make happen to make it to heaven then uh he's gonna ask god man why you know i know i had to play kansas state but why'd you put me through that one man like, <laughs> <laughs> you know he was he was questioning that one a little bit um but no i mean i think there's a couple correlation of things happening here um isaac likely is 100 percent. um i safe in saying that now um i think uh Saturday at Baylor was the first time Boynton said that likely is not asked to take a breather Really, in a game since he's wow. back. Um, he played 38 minutes against TCU. Um, played 36, I think, at Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what he played. I can't remember what he played against Kansas State. He played, a, well, obviously, a bunch of minutes there, too. Um, so he, he's back to 100%. Um, that's made a huge difference. He had back-to-back double-doubles against TCU and Baylor. First person in program history to have a double-double – um that was points and assists and then the next one being points and rebounds that's interesting yeah um so he's doing it a lot of ways but one of the biggest developments too is your nay all of a sudden looks mm-hmm. like the your nay of old right um he looks like november version of your um against TCU played really well uh maybe a little overshadowed by ice how well ice played and had guys like D Mitchell and Keelan Boone come off the bench and really sparked the team that night. Um, played really well though. Hardly played at all against Baylor. Got in foul trouble. Couldn't stay on the floor. A lot of guys got in foul trouble that day. That's a whole different story, right? Um, and then played really well against Kansas State. Had probably his best game since November, maybe December. Um, what, 15 points made all six of his shots mm-hmm. made his first career three-pointer on his first <laughs> career attempt at a three-pointer um, which you know that's that's a whole joke in itself right there. Right. He spent the whole preseason saying, I'm a combo guard, joking around with Boynton. Mm-hmm. And he's he's now the the uh, best three-point shooter in the NCAA history, um, if you statistically right. you know, uh, yeah. percentage-wise. So, uh, you know, they're, they're having some fun now. They're starting, I think, to loosen up and get some confidence. And yeah. um, it's huge going into the game against Texas Tech on Saturday. Um, when you've got a big crowd coming, you've got the 95 team, the Final Four team being honored, and you've got Cade Cunningham in the house. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff.
0: Um you're working on a uh working on a story regarding the final four. it's a, it's, a, it's a cool story. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. uh that's uh, enough said right there, but uh but you've also done uh, kind of done some research on this uh on that team, the the 95 team. And uh it's been pretty fascinating stuff to to kind of Kind of it, look back at the, at those
1: guys. It's just when you start talking with people, you realize how good this team was. The funny thing was, I actually talked with the Big Country yesterday, and I asked, "How good is this team? Was this team? right?" He said, "Actually, he said I think we might have been better the year before." Really, which I thought was fascinating in itself. Um, he said we just happened to get eliminated early. You know, he said we had a bad game and got eliminated. He said I thought we were better that year before. Interesting. Um, but you had guys like Terry Collins and and Keontae Roberts and. You know, uh, I'm yeah, you know, I'm blanking on name, of course, you know, but you know, big country and um, Did you say Randy Rutherford? Randy right Rutherford, who I was blanking I on. Had. I'm sorry. I apologize to Randy no. if he listens to this. My that's my bad. And um, we know that he does. Yes. I have no idea. Yes, but we exactly. we're yeah. going to we're assume, assume that he, he does. does. Um, you know, so guys like that that just put up big numbers, you know, you talking about Eddie Sutton, how much they adored him. Right. Um a fun story that I'll throw out there because I don't know if I'm going to get to use it this week or not. I asked Big Country about his backboard breaking dunk mm-hmm. at the Final Four. said it wasn't his first one. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know how people didn't realize that. He mm-hmm. broke two, apparently, in OSU's practice in Gallagher-Iva. I knew he, I, I knew he had done one. I didn't realize that he had he done two. He said the first one, Eddie Sutton, was okay. So he didn't care. <laughs> the second one, uh, Sutton said, "You got to cut it out, or I'm taken out of your birth uh, that's <laughs> so, Oh, that's and, funny. Oh, that's funny. And Big Country said, "I only got thirty five dollars a, a, a <laughs> week or a month on that, or so, I don't remember what he said now." Right. And so he's like, "I I, I cut it out." <laughs> he's oh, like, was, "He's man. like, I don't know how much a pack board costs, and I didn't want to find out." That's funny. <laughs> so it's that is funny. <laughs> so that was that was kind of what we were dealing with with this team here.
0: Yeah, completely random thought. I wonder what they did to to make backboards hold up better. I wonder what changes they made. Because,
1: I I asked Big Country too. I said, "Did you just like let up after that?" He right? said, "No." He said, "I don't know how I kept breaking them." He said, "People dunk on those things harder than I dunked." Right? And they right. they don't break. He said, "I don't I don't know."
0: So, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Um. So what's ahead? What's ahead now? Uh, immediately for uh, for the Cowboys, got Texas honest. Tech. They yeah. got a
1: tough stretcher. They got Texas Tech on on. Uh, Saturday at home, um, obviously a big game, and then Tuesday um, after Texas, just the same stretch they had to the open Big Twelve play. They go to West Virginia, right, 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 um, right. You know that did not go well the last two times for you know last last time this tilt for for OSU. Um, but I think uh, the team's playing better now, yeah. so maybe maybe there's a chance. I don't know. Um, it's gonna be really tough, uh, and then they got Bedlam. On the 22nd. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, at home, um, which I know OU playing really well right now. And they had a big win at home against Iowa State last night, but I still feel like that game still feels like it's going to be a toss up to me. Right. Right, right, right. At, ho- at home in Stillwater. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be, I,
0: I, I definitely expect it to go differently than, than the last round. I'm also
1: play. curious how OSU is going to adjust to these teams. They've only played one team twice. Right. You know, so what do they do the second time they play these guys? Mm-hmm. I'm really curious about that. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, and you got to give them some credit. Um, you know, their uh, the, the Baylor game uh, going down there. They
1: played two teams twice. Sorry, I forgot about Baylor.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was the one that I was thinking. So who's the other one then? TCU. TCU. And they that's got, right. And they got paybacks on that. They one. They did. Yeah. They did. And and I mean, I think you got to give them credit for playing Baylor at home and then going on the road and still being able to hang yeah. with them. So, um, you know, it shows progress. It's designed to progress.
1: It's, and Here's the thing about Baylor. I don't know that OSU would have beat them if they were playing like their November selves anyways. Right. Baylor's right. Really good. They are. They you are. Know? And so to hang with them like this, when you haven't played well to me, that's impressive. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, all right, let's uh, take a quick break. Before we do, um, there was one football thing I forgot to mention. Uh, again, before I get to that, uh, once just another reminder: reach out at Scott Ride okay, on Twitter at Jacob Underwood on Twitter. Tell us what position you want us to preview next in next week's podcast. We'll do that. Um, there had been a report uh, earlier this week that uh, that Oklahoma State was in contact with. Uh, a running back uh, out of Georgia who is committed to Michigan State, mm-hmm. but had uh, but is uh, questioning his commitment after the ch- the coaching change up there. Uh, running back by the name of Jordan Simmons. Uh, I've spoken to him. He has not talked to OSU in uh, in over a week, so mm-hmm. I don't Doesn't know that, feel good about that that's there. a uh, that's anything that's uh, that's going to come to fruition there. Uh, I think maybe it was Oklahoma State checking around to see what the status was. The odd thing with 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 this kid. He, w- he among his offers were Michigan State and Colorado, and obviously Michigan State hired Colorado's coach. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, there's obviously a relationship there and it Maybe could, he stays. could very well be that he, uh, that he stays with Michigan State and, and goes ahead and uh, I don't even know if he can sign now at this point. It might be too late for him to sign. He's just going to enroll and uh, yeah, and, and show person. up. but um, but yeah, I w- forgot about that update earlier. wanted to share that. So uh, let's take a quick break. come back wrap this up with a little bit of spring sports talk. This is the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. We are back on the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. Oh, I got to warn you, Jacob, you're going to have to carry the load this segment. Got uh, it's starting to wear off a little oh. bit. The numbness is starting to wear off, starting to feel a little bit of pain up oh, there. Oh, no. Not a not a big fan of this uh at at, at this moment. But uh we're fighting through. I'm uh, I'm like Jordan with the flu right now. We're pushing <laughs> pushing, pushing through and we're uh we're Does that may be Scotty
1: Pippen cuz I don't mind that. Oh. <laughs> I like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> um
0: uh, completely random. Um but uh Scotty Pippen Everybody talks about, you know, there's a lot of talk about about you know Kobe and things like that right now. And um, you know, I was thinking about the, the all the people that 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 loved Jordan when I was growing up. I had a Scottie Pippen jersey. Did you? I did. Okay. I I had I had multiple Scottie Pippen jerseys actually. Uh, from uh, um, uh, had uh, had two Bulls jerseys. And I think he played. I think he played Olympics. Did he play on the Olympic
1: yeah, team. Yeah, I point? think so. Yeah, I think so. I he's was part of the dream team, he? wasn't he? weren't they both on the dream team?
0: I can't remember. I was. That's what I thought. I but thought he I was trying to remember. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was. Maybe not. I'm sure somebody will tell us if we're wrong. Mm, I thought he was. Randy Rutherford will probably tell us if we're that's wrong. That's true. Randy, it, give us a call. We know. We know. We know he's listening out there. Um, but let's uh, Let's wrap this up with some uh, some spring sports talk. I'll uh, I'll knock out softball uh, real quick here and uh, let you finish it up with baseball. Um, Kelly Maxwell, how's this for a college debut? Five inning perfect game, <laughs> first game, first Big 12, Twelve player to ever do it. Um, college debut, throws a perfect game against Florida A and M. Um, now she didn't have to do a, a whole lot of work. She she did not have to go to those ex, those mm-hmm. those that extent for OSU to want to win. The offense gave her twenty one runs to work with as uh, as cushion. Twenty-one to nothing. She throws a perfect game. It's hard to get much more a complete wow. game than uh, than than that from a team. That's impressive. It's pretty impressive. Um, Carrie Eberly had uh, had a an eleven strikeout game in her second game as a cowgirl, as a grad transfer. Three years at Virginia Tech, she never struck out more than ten. Which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Ten strikeouts is uh, is pretty good in uh, in uh-huh. you know a seven inning ball game. But her second game out, she strikes out eleven. So um, things going well in the circle for the cowgirls. Yeah, transfer
1: portal sounds like a good thing.
0: Uh, yeah, the transfers transfers working out good. Uh, out of uh, out of the three transfers that Oklahoma State had come in, um, you had uh, Eberly, who was really good uh, in the circle. Uh, she had the, the eleven strikeout game. She also had a, a a really good game against LSU that they lost one nothing. Um, and uh and and another of their grad transfers uh Allison Febri hit a grand slam so they there you yeah, go. The, the the transfer portal uh, is uh, is working out well for uh, for the Cowgirls and uh Maxwell interesting thing about her they were so good at pitcher last year that they actually redshirted her as a freshman um which you just do not see in in softball but she was going to be number 5 and and not get the the number of mm-hmm. innings that they really needed her to get, uh, and uh, and they felt like it was going to benefit her to to get to get stronger. She's a uh, a hard throwing lefty. Um, they felt it was going to benefit her. They felt that it would benefit the team because they had you know Sam Shaw was going to eat up so many innings for them already that uh, it was they th- felt it was going to benefit her. They redshirted her. Uh, and it's it's odd but it's uh, but it's working out and it was uh, turns out that it was a really good decision so um really uh really smart decision and then you've got uh, you got the returning players cheyenne factor had a uh had a, a big week she, she a big factor big Sorry, factor i couldn't, couldn't big help factor. myself oh absolutely <laughs> so. uh the, the x factor um but she uh, had a 500 average over the over the weekend over four games, and um, and then uh, uh, Sydney Pennington hit a couple of home runs, and uh, you know she was uh, she was one of I think they had five or six players with at least nine home runs last year. Pennington was one of those, and and uh, is uh, a good power bat in the bottom half of the lineup. So uh, got a chance to be a really good cowgirl softball team this year. Going to be really fun to uh, to follow them they are uh actually as we as we speak there in uh in the st pete clearwater elite invitational uh got uh, five or six games down there one of them an exhibition against team usa so wow, that would be fun that'll be a lot of fun so uh another chance for some uh, for some important wins they ranked number 16 this week they did drop a few spots because they lost twice to LSU, who was number eleven, uh, dropped from thirteenth to sixteenth in uh, in the rankings. Uh, but uh,
1: but Jacob, baseball ready to fire it up? Hey, here we go! Uh, season opener uh, tomorrow on Fr- uh, Friday. Friday, I don't when you're listening to this. Friday, the Valentine's Day is the season opener. Valentine's. Uh, as as a huge uh, baseball guy, it's kind of poetic that baseball season opens on Valentine's Day. It's kind of cheesy, I know. That Whatever. very, that's I don't care. very cheesy. I don't care. Randy Rutherford, <laughs> Randy Rutherford might have just turned, <laughs> everyone just everyone just turned off the Randy podcast. Rutherford just and turned I the apologize. podcast off. That's fair. That's fair. You can unsubscribe, but please subscribe no, again right afterwards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's it's uh, just punish me for that.
0: <laughs> I promise. I promise to everyone still listening, he won't make that joke next week.
1: Nope, I won't. I won't. It's over. Got it out of my system. I won't Very write good. in the paper either, just for you. <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> uh, um, but no, uh, they go to Phoenix uh, to play Grand Canyon for three games. Um, apparently, a new stadium, new facilities. Um, I'll I'll be honest. Uh, until they popped up on someone's schedule or I saw them on the
0: scroll on ESPN, maybe last last year. I thought it was. I thought it was like the University of
1: Phoenix. I did yes, I thought yes, Grand Canyon would, University yes. was an online only yeah, thing. apparently I it's no a idea. private university. Um, there you go. It's uh, yeah. Anyways, um, and Josh Holiday and the coach, they're really good friends. Um, uh, so who knew? Small yeah, world. There you go. Um, and then they play Arizona State, which is a good matchup on Tuesday before they head back. Yeah. Um, and open the season next week against uh, Texas Texas Rio Grande Valley. Yes. Um, a lot of interesting opponents early here. Yes, exactly. Um, but there's a lot of excitement around this team for obvious reasons. Um, you go to this, you know, six outs away from the College World Series last year um, in the Super Regional. They're picked to finish second in the I conference wanna, uh, again. Uh, uh, quick, quick interjection mm-hmm. just to uh, um,
0: because I, I like to I like to give people a behind the scenes uh, look at uh, at the world of uh, of journalism. Sometimes you are sitting one seat away. From exactly where I was sitting when Oklahoma State was six outs away. Oh, did you the, move? Do what? Did you move? No. Oh, I okay. I was sitting. I was sitting right in the middle Are of the couch sure you there, You jinx him or something. Oh, right? No. Oh no, I stayed <laughs> in the middle seat the whole time, uh, watching uh, watching that game from the couch. Mm. Unfortunately, I wish I had been in Lubbock, but yeah, that was a different story. But. Uh, yeah, Man. I just had flashbacks because I had only recently moved into yeah. this house. Oh, okay, right yeah. Before that, and so it was my uh, it was my first time getting to uh, to cover something in this uh, in this house. Yeah. So, yeah, that's mm. a really random fact. Yeah. That, that's cool uh, though.
1: I uh, I think I was sitting on my couch too. I was yeah. watching. Yeah, um, it was good stuff. Anyway, I apologize. No, for, no, uh, no, for no it's fine. Um, so anyways, so there's a lot of motivation there. Um, a lot of new faces, though. Hmm. Um, that's just, been that's been uh, not to interrupt again, yeah. uh, because I'm getting really good
0: at that. Um, <laughs> that's been the most interesting thing about the excitement around this team, is it's not like they're returning a ton of guys. Yeah, it's not like the football team where there's excitement because they've got all these guys back. There, there's been a decent amount of turnover on this baseball team. They lost some of the guys that were the most important to them down the stretch in that stretch run. And there's still a lot of excitement.
1: Yeah, um, I think Holiday pointed out they lost eight pitchers, so they right like big time pitchers for them yeah. last year, um, which is you know that means they're turning to young guys. Uh, Bryce Osmond, uh, freshman from Jinx, never thrown an inning in his life in college baseball, um, is getting the start Friday night in the opener.
0: He should go talk to Kelly Maxwell. Yeah, maybe he might come out with a perfect game.
1: And yeah, maybe um, he throws. He's hitting 96 on the gun. Um, he's throwing hard. Crazy. Um, I don't know how hard Kelly Maxwell is throwing, but uh, you she's know, not hitting 96. It, it might but, be comparable. But, she's, uh, but you know? she's a little bit closer. Yeah, so it, yeah it might be, be comparable. Could be about the I don't same. know. Um, so you go with him, and then you go with Parker Scott, the veteran lefty, um, on Saturday, and Love then that kid. another freshman, Justin Campbell, on Sunday. Um, and Rob Walton said it's by design. He wanted. The young guys to have the ability to use the bullpen, and then Parker right. Scott maybe give them a little more length in between. You don't know, use bullpens back back to back days, yeah, early in the season and risk injuries and things like that. Right, exactly. it makes a lot of sense. Offensively, you know this team has been known as a home run hitting team last year. Mm-hmm. It was boomer bust, home run or strike out a lot. Um, it's not going to be that way this year. They got guys that are going to have power, um, but they're a little more contact oriented. Caden Polkovich, Deer Creek kid comes in after mm-hmm. a year at junior college. Um, they're really high on him, a switch hitter, um, a lot of power for a guy who's not very big. Right, um, Very explosive in everything he does. Um, you got Brock Mathis, new catcher coming in from LSU, who mm-hmm. started for LSU, uh, obviously a powerhouse program. Um, he's coming in. Um, you know, then you've got, you know, Obviously, got McClusker and Alex Garcia and uh, Houston Moral, guys like that, that are back um, in the lineup. So it's interesting. And then you mix in the fact that Matt Holliday is the hitting coach and Robin Ventura right. is a student assistant. Yeah. Um, there's so much excitement around this team. The new stadium, too. I mean, right. there's just so exactly. much about this team right now.
0: Well, we're a little over, uh, little over a month away from uh, the opening of, yeah. of O'Bridge Stadium. March 20th. O'Bridge yeah.
1: Stadium is uh, going to be. Opened. Um, they're not practicing in it yet. They don't know when they're going to practice in it. They don't know if they're going to even get to get the practice in it right before it opens. They may show up the twentieth and say, "All right, we're playing a ball game." Right. This is the first time we've stepped in the stadium as players. Here we go. Yeah. I would. I would like that. Yes. I would. I would love it if that's. If that's equal playing field for everybody. Everyone, right. No one has any exactly. idea that weekend what the ballpark's going to do. Right. What exactly. the wind patterns are like. Right. Anything. How the how the field how the infield plays. Yeah. Not a clue. All Everyone that, just goes, goes in there and just out. learns on the fly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm for it. Yes.
0: I'm guessing Josh Holiday not for
1: it. No, 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 not at all. Probably not. Um, no. He's just waiting for clearance to get in there. Um, You're right. You know, we asked him the other day how long it'd take him to clean out his desk to get over there, and he said about five minutes. Really? He said he's just going to throw it all in a box and move over and take care of it later. Interesting. That's, <laughs> so. a, that's a plan. That's a plan. He seems like an efficient
0: type of guy. That yeah.
1: I can, I can I can see that. Though he was pulling out some stuff out of his desk the other day that was fascinating to me like a whole uh, football highlight video of Matt Holliday, his brother, uh, like a DVD, um, National Treasure 2 DVD, uh, a minor league baseball card of himself from his days in playing in the minors. Um, he has all kinds of stuff on his desk that just is so random. Yeah, um, I also called National Treasure 2, he, he called it one of the best movies of all time, which I thought was funny. It's a bit of a stretch, but yeah. I enjoy it. It's, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. It's it's uh, it's definitely
0: one of the best national treasure movies
1: ever yeah. made yes yes yeah. one of the best Yes, yeah. he said um that they he used to have this folder of dvds because when they would travel on the bus they'd watch movies right so he had this whole folder he doesn't know what happened to the folder and all that stuff but he's like now everyone just has their phones or ipads or mm-hmm. whatever he said so we don't have dvds on the bus anymore but uh that was one of the, that was one of his go-tos i guess on the bus right right uh, that's good stuff
0: All right, well, uh, anything else uh, spring sports related that uh, that we need to touch on? Baseball, anything else? I don't think so. I'll say, I I wanted to ask you this. We we got away from the pitching staff. Do you think the, the freshman veteran freshman um rotation idea sticks deep into the into the season or I don't does it... I
1: think eventually Parker becomes the Friday starter. Yeah, because it's that's the thing is I, I, I totally understand why unless Bryce is just lights out.
0: Right, exactly. Unless unless he surpasses mm-hmm. Parker as the as the ace. Um because I, I totally understand why they're why they're doing it now is that you hope that Parker can eat up some innings in the middle of uh you know in the middle day. Um and and give your bullpen a day off but um yeah when you get into big 12 play that friday game becomes so important that you wonder uh, you know what uh, what will come of that but at the same time you don't want to have to be going to your bullpen a ton no on the weekend you don't want to have to be asking those freshmen to to throw a whole lot more innings than they're used to throwing and and things like that so be interesting to watch the development of the uh, the pitching staff, in particular the starters. Um, you know, I think I think you know maybe you mix in Brett Stanley from time to time yep. and let him go. Uh, I think
1: Cale Davis, another freshman from Westmore, is going to get right. some, some time starting too.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, um, you know, and maybe uh, maybe one of your guys that was a that was a mid- midweek starter and a a uh, um, um, you know a deep bullpen guy last year like Mitchell Stone. Kind of puts things mm-hmm. together and 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 comes through and maybe he can be a guy that to uh, to to eat up some innings at some times as well. So, all right, well, good stuff. We'll uh, we'll come back give you uh, give you fans a chance to uh, contribute to the show by uh, telling us what position you want us to preview next on the podcast, uh, and uh, uh, we'll come back around middle of next week with another edition of the Cowboy Chronicles, which as always is presented by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken and fresh made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast.